from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, why did Ipswich City Council hand back half a million dollars to Canberra? Flying foxes return to Queen's Park, a new era for law at USQ, 25 years of EnviroPlan and more local news in case you missed it. It's Tuesday, February 23, 2021 and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. First up on the show, a quick acknowledgement. In the previous Ipswich Today with my over-the-back-fence panellists, Ash and Walter, we talked about councillors being full-time or part-time, holding down second jobs, vehicle allowances and funding for works in older suburbs. Ipswich Today notes that these stories were originally written by journalist Brian Binion, writing for the Fassifern Guardian and Tribune. Now to the In Case You Missed It local news wrap. Ipswich City Council was under the blowtorch in Federal Parliament this month over handing back half a million dollars awarded from the Federal Government's Community Sport Infrastructure Grant Program in February 2019. Blair MP Shane Newman had councillors and staff in his sights while addressing the House of Representatives. My criticism today is not of the government, but of the Ipswich City Council, and today I want to express my dismay and disappointment with the conduct of the Ipswich City Council and its mishandling of an application for $500,000 of money under that grants program for the benefit of the Ipswich Hockey Association and sport in Ipswich generally. The council received that award in February 2019. And the long history of this is the land is owned by the, by the Ipswich Hockey Association and the Council has a long-term lease over it. And the Council could have let the Hockey Association apply for the grant in the first place, but they didn't. And what was happening here was $500,000 and a $1.1 million contribution from the Council towards lighting, irrigation and reconfiguration of the fields for the multi-purpose sports use in Ipswich. And guess what? Within months, the council went to the Hockey Association and said, we're not going to go ahead unless you buy the land at a ridiculously low price. And then the, then the Hockey Association had the lawyer up and offer a long-term lease to the council for a peppercorn rent of a dollar. This all happened in the administration of the Ipswich City Council. A new council gets in, a new mayor and councillors. Accepting the nonsense from the council officers, they wouldn't even meet with the Ipswich Hockey Association and then made the decision to not proceed with the application with the $500,000 from the federal government. I wrote to the CEO of the Ipswich City Council on the 2nd of November expressing my disappointment and saying this money can't be lost to Ipswich. He then wrote back to me saying the council had made a decision not to proceed with the capital uh, works program and said, although it offered potential benefit to the community, they said it wasn't in the best interest of the community or appropriate use of council funds. There was no fact unknown to the council, either during the administration or since. In addition, they said the ongoing maintenance costs would be on an annual basis. They knew that anyway, the council. In addition to that, they said that the Ipswich Hockey Association advised that it wouldn't benefit their association immediately 
or provide additional beneficial use. Untrue. Untrue. The Ipswich Hockey Association had told the council they could play hockey in summer, not just winter. Now, I met with the council officers as a result of this, and their position was arrogant and supercilious. I've spoken to council lords in Ipswich about this. The Ipswich City Council has treated Ipswich Hockey Association shabbily, disgracefully. This is a great disappointment for sport in Ipswich. I call on the mayor and the councillors in Ipswich to do better. This sets a very, very bad precedent for sport in Ipswich. And the council should do better, and they shouldn't have acted the current council lemming-like to accept the council officer's ridiculous and inexplicable conduct in relation to this. Ipswich City Council has since issued a response to Mr Newman's statement to the House, and in part it said, Legacy issues of the previous dismissed council continue to come to light, including matters relating to sporting club leases and maintenance agreements. A spokesman said council entered into a lease with the Ipswich Hockey Association, or IHA, over the grass hockey fields at Briggs Road in 2013 for a 20-year term, with an agreed rent of $55,000 per annum, to be paid by council to the IHA, which was more than double the market rent for this facility. Further, the rent for the whole lease was paid up front to IHA at the commencement of the lease, which amounted to $1.1 million. Council gave a permit to IHA for the use of the grass fields on agreed times and days during the winter season for a nominal rate of $350 per annum. The grass fields are solely used by IHA, with the occasional casual user occupying the fields. IHA advised council officers this was a deal crafted by the previous council to assist IHA with debt at the time. The previous council also agreed to undertake annual maintenance of the grass hockey fields, which included mowing, watering, fertilising and utility costs. That maintenance work cost approximately $110,000 per annum. Council officers have attempted to resolve this with IHA and have proposed a number of different options to derive a better outcome for the community. This included a scaled-down option of works, and also purchasing land from IHA at market value. Council had the land assessed by an accredited valuer and made an offer to IHA. However, this was declined. After consideration of the proposed infrastructure, alongside the existing deal that IHA was granted, and the limited activation the works would provide to other sporting groups and the community, a decision was made not to proceed. The new council is committed to supporting sport in Ipswich in a way that is equitable and provides value for money for all City of Ipswich ratepayers. Council refunded the half a million dollars in federal grant money in December 2020. Eleven Ipswich artists will have their works showcased like never before when they're projected onto the city's most iconic heritage building, St Mary's Church, later this year. The artists have been chosen to headlight the Delight event, which will be a key attraction of 2021 Spark Ipswich, the reimagined Ipswich Festival. Delight will run over 11 days from July 8 and include the projection of art onto St Mary's Church. A wild population of flying foxes have once again migrated into Queen's Park, creating a need to temporarily close the Ipswich Nature Centre. For the latest information, please go to ipswich.qld.gov.au or call council on 3810-6666. More than two years after the Red Bank Plains Community Centre opened, the local community has identified diversity as its major strength. A recent social impact survey found that participating residents believed it's a good thing for the community to be made up of people from different cultures. 
The purpose of the survey was to not only track the impact of the community centre, but to help the centre plan and program in the future and to provide an evidence base for the establishment of future community centres. Ipswich City Council and the Queensland Government opened the $1.9 million Red Bank Plains Community Centre in May 2018, after two years of community consultation. The University of Southern Queensland recently brought in a new era of law in Ipswich. On February 16, the School of Law and Justice's new home at the university's Ipswich campus was officially opened. It offers students greater access to quality legal education and research, as well as increased engagement with the local legal community. Head of the university's School of Law and Justice, Professor Reed Mortensen, said the Ipswich campus was well positioned to provide the best learning experience and environment for its students. The beauty and majesty of Ipswich's conservation areas has been captured in a special coffee table book to mark 25 years of the Ipswich Plan. The book, Nature Places of Ipswich, a journey through the diversity of our local landscapes, explores more than 6,500 hectares of natural habitat across 12 conservation estates and reserves. Each estate is showcased with incredible images and entries that detail the history, flora and fauna and attractions that can be found at each site. One of Westmorton Health's top nurses retired earlier this month after five decades in nursing. Nursing Director Kath Love signs off on a distinguished career. Miss Love said a long-term career in nursing was not on the agenda when she started her nursing training at St Margaret's Hospital in Sydney in 1970. Ipswich City Council is seeking expressions of interest from a new cinema operator for the prime location in the $250 million Ipswich CBD redevelopment. The expressions of interest opened on February 16 and will close on March 2nd, 2021. Chair of the Ipswich Central Redevelopment Committee, Deputy Mayor Marnie Doyle, said it was an exciting opportunity to see what the market has to offer and secure a modern-day cinema operator for the purpose-built complex. Despite the obvious challenges and delays due to COVID-19, Council said leasing negotiations are well advanced with a number of quality food and beverage businesses keen to lease space in other parts of the centre and the Commonwealth Hotel premises. Ipswich Mayor Theresa Harding had an audience with the Queensland Premier and Senior Ministers on February 15 and took the opportunity to encourage the State Government to invest and support the City's strong economic and population growth. The Mayor is scheduled to join a future Ipswich today and it will be a chance to hear firsthand what was discussed. And finally, a familiar face behind the barbecue at school fundraisers, Brenton Rat, has swapped snags for a stop sign at Collingwood Park. Woodlink State School welcomed Brenton as the new crossing supervisor from the first day of Term 1. Mr Rat can now be seen most mornings and afternoons. He is just one of a number of new supervisors to start work across Queensland and brings the total number to about 2,000. It follows an increase in funding of $4.2 million from the State Government. Member for Bundamba Lance McCallum officially welcomed Mr Rat to his new job this month. And that's it for this, in case you missed it, local news wrap. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. 
please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswitchtoday.com.au and click the donate button at the bottom of the page. You can subscribe for free and share this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.